everyone. Welcome to the Western Front. This is episode 18, series one. It is AFL Grand Final week. We started with 18. We're down to two. We certainly are, Timmy. And how was the celebrations last night? You and your Subi boys destroyed the competition. Celebrate big time, did you? Yeah, see, it was a negative response about them winning again. The rest <laughs> of the Waffle Commission. Back page, Tim. Yeah, everyone genuinely believes they should now doctor the competition to make sure Subiaco aren't good enough. Can you imagine Manchester City in the English Premier League? They're saying, sorry, you've got too much money, you've got too many good players, and you win too often, so we're going to put some heavyweights on you to drag you back down so the inferior teams can catch up. The clubs that don't do it well can catch up. It's a joke, mate. It is a joke. I have said this for years, and I continue to say it. Forget about the equalisation and recruiting. I had a look at that Subiaco team yesterday. Mm. Yeah, they've recruited some good players, but they're not new. Litherland's been there a long time. Yeah, he's new- been there four or five seasons. Exactly right. So we've moved on a little bit from just poaching Marsh was year. the big one they recruited in the off-season, yep. Harrison Marsh. So you're not allowed to recruit players in the off-season? No, I'm, I'm 50-50, to be honest. I think there probably needs to be a bit of equalisation. In what way? Uh, do I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you equalise the competition, but uh, they were sensational yesterday, and I know from personal perspective that my boy plays for Subiaco and uh, they are a really, really professional unit. Now, those out there that will say, oh, yeah, well, of course they're professional, that's all I hear. They are very professional. They train very, very hard. I'm not saying others don't train hard, but they put in the hard yards. And I think what's happened, to be honest is they have recruited those big-name players who then set an incredible standard for the players that are coming up through the reserves. Michael Brout yesterday, and I know you uh, text me during the game, he is a local boy, uh, I think a Kareen or Sorrento boy, a Subiaco product. I personally think he was best on ground. His so first I. half was just unbelievable. So that's the sort of professionalism that maybe those ones that come in from the outside have put upon the Subiaco boys and the talent. There was a lot of really talented kids out there. The other thing is Sokol is a South Fremantle product that couldn't get a game at South Fremantle, so decided to move to another club. So, yeah, is look, Wayne Wilson a South Fremantle product? I'm not sure, is Peel he? Peel Thunder, isn't he? Peel Thunder, is he? And then was at West Coast and then didn't go back to Peel Thunder when he finished at West Coast. Is that okay, right? so there's one. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Subin. Played in the Claremont Premiership, didn't he? Yes, he did. Right, yeah. and then was it Peel Thunder? Thunder yes. Oh, and he's at South Fremantle. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Brock Higgins, is he a... I don't think he's a South Fremantle product. He's an East Perth <laughs> You've player. You've done your he? homework. I'm very impressed. Well, this is what annoys me. And yeah. the fact is, the Subiaco team was made up of 60% of local product, including their yeah. country region. And I think someone tweeted yesterday that there were 11 or 12 uh, that were imports. They classify them as imports. Now... Me, I classify as an import as in someone who has uh, been recruited with money to come in. Uh, to me, Sokol is not an import. Sokol is someone who left South Fremantle because he couldn't get a game in their league team and looked for better opportunities. Sokol is one of them. So uh, there was about three or four that Lachlan left Lachlan is he new at the club? No, he's been there six years. Uh, Lee Kitchen, is he new at the club? No, uh, he's been about five or so. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, and, and what's going to happen now if West Coast win the flag? Are we going to have the same outcry that it's an AFL team winning the waffle flag? Is that going to be if they win it next I year? I would say so, yeah. Sure. So we, yeah. we hamstring. how do you hamstring the AFL team who is tipping in millions of dollars <laughs> to make the competition survive as opposed to the poor clubs who can't scratch, can't 
rub two cents together because they've been badly managed over time. And may I just say, there are several of those clubs in the competition. So my attitude to all of this mm-hmm. is aspire to be better. Yep. Don't worry about worrying about... So what, what would you do? What What would you... If you were the Perth Football Club, and I'm only bringing up Perth because they haven't played finals in quite some time, what would you do right now? I would just continue to develop what you got and be patient about your success. And I think Perth will, are on the right track. Perth are on the right track. They too have recruited. I mean, got, you've got to be able to keep players. I understand how that is. And I know people are going to say, Subia got millions. I just want to clarify one other thing. <laughs> yes. Subiaco, I don't know if anyone understands this. They actually owned, they leased Subiaco Oval off the Subiaco Council. Mm. They got bunted out and got told to ground share with East Perth. West Perth went up to Joondalup and took the money, went up to Joondalup and got out. I understand all that. Ground rationalisation is key to maintain, to having more money and to be. So, so Perth are lucky now because their facility and the ground that they're now training at. Not so much their facility as per se, but the ground at Mineral Resources Park is kept in pristine condition. West Coast are there. So West Coast are going to want a better conditioned ground. So the basic surroundings are better. Mm. Okay. And when West Coast had a couple of home games at Mineral Resources Park, who got the money? The away team. Yep. West Perth, East Tremandle. Perth got 10 grand one day. It is there to be had. Help the competition by helping yourselves stop whinging. Claremont have absolutely gone about the business the right way. They're going to be a force. Their Colts won. Their reserves came close. They were good in the league all year. How'd their reserves lose? They only lost one for the season. Yeah. And they and yeah, some good players there at Claremont. Yeah, they're going to be all right, Claremont. Yeah, they'll be all right. All right. They'll be all right. Are we done with uh, the waffle? Oh no, we're not done. <laughs> we are not done. It's actually got me. It's actually you were fired up last night on the Twitter sphere. I just get sick of people just singing. You know, like it's just so boring that every year they go, "Oh yeah, okay." So they won by a lot. Everyone goes, "It was a boring game." I know you messaged me. Said, yeah, it was a little boring nah, in the end. No, it wasn't. <laughs> for Subi fans, I'm sure it no, wasn't. It was boring. sweet. They were a machine. I'm going to make another prediction yeah, right here. Yeah, they would have beaten Fremantle yesterday. Ah, mate, I, I was talking to several uh, former players uh, yesterday. And they all said that they could have beaten Gold Coast. They were playing so well, they could have beaten Gold Coast in that exact game. They would have beaten Fremantle yesterday. Fremantle? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they would have beaten that Big five. Big call. They would have beaten that five. <laughs> they would have beaten that five. <laughs> okay. They were awesome. Yeah, they were unbelievable. They were The ball movement awesome. was good. Pressure was unbelievable. Ball skills. Yeah. The skills. And the, look, it is, for people who watch it, I mean... Yeah, look, I'm I'm blown away by it, and and the guy was being very diplomatic. I did a lunch on the Friday, yeah, and I was being very diplomatic by saying, "Oh, I think South Fremantle chance." Everyone, I weaved my way through the room, and I was speaking to a Sandover medalist, recent, who mm-hmm. basically said they won't get within a bull's rule. Oh, I said ten goals. Yeah, well, he, he was. That was that was. He was going further. He than was 10 going goals. way wow. more, and and he was obviously in sixteen yeah. was about right. Anyway. We're into two teams left in the AFL. Yes, I'm very excited about seeing GWS uh, getting a chance to win a premiership and being able to sing their magnificent song at the end of the game.
It's growing on yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I heard it after the game. And I thought, oh, here we go, here we go. But then halfway through, the passion that the boys and that are pumped because they got through to a grand final. But the passion was pretty uh, enthralling. And uh, I was excited by the song by the end of their rendition. Yeah, me too, but I do like this one. Is that the best yeah, in the comp? I think so. When it's sung with gusto, I, I don't. They sang it sort of three quarter pace, I reckon, the yeah. other night because they know they've got a job to do. Um, what are the others? The demons. Have a listen. Yeah, it's a good song. Kangaroos? Nah, not playing no, that kangaroos? one. Not playing that one. No. Oh, nah, this is, this is my favourite. Have a listen to this okay, one. Okay. Only joking. <laughs> Free metal song's terrible. What about West Coast? Is that up there? Nah, it's getting better. We are the West, we are the West Coast Eagles. It's a beauty. It's a beauty. Hey, I love that song. Anyway, and uh, I will say this. I'm actually really looking forward to the grand final. Yes, we would have loved Collingwood and Richmond. Yes, it would have been traditional rivals. Yes, it would have been neighbours in Melbourne. Yes, I understand. Yes, it would have been a packed house. But there's just something about this GWS story. I know it's a manufactured club. I know it's a hybrid club. I know it's been brought in. But isn't that what the AFL is meant to be doing, expanding? Oh, the AFL would be low. I mean, the, it was best of both worlds for them, really. They they could have had Richmond, Collingwood, massive crowd, huge hype all week. And they could have had the team that they created back in 2012, mm. their little baby. What a success story. Seven years on, they're in a grand final. This was what the expansion was all about. So they'd be uh, just uh, pretty wrapped with themselves right now. No doubt. And have a look at some of the players that have left their club. So they haven't been able to oh, keep absolutely. everyone. There's been a lot of blokes And the players missing in that game the yeah. other night. Now, I know two will probably come back, but there's still your Cornelios, or is it Coniglio? Answered there. Thank you. Uh, Ward, Callum Wards. Yep. It's not playing. Has, has Johnny got... Patton. Who? Johnny Platton. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the Callum Ward song. No, he doesn't have a song. <laughs> he doesn't have a song. Uh, so, so, if you're yep. tipping right now, mm. I'm going to give you the right field. So, my right field question to you right now. Yep. Okay. Here it is. Give me Premiership. Mm hmm. Norm Smith, and we are doing this on a Monday morning. Yep. So this yep. is going to date very quickly. Yeah. But when you go. Be a late withdrawal. But. 
<laughs> Retrospectively, we may yeah. look when people are listening to this on a Tuesday or Wednesday and say, hey, you got that right or you got that wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're Brownlow medalist. Well, Brownlow medal. Okay. Uh, I'm sticking with Nat Fife. Oh. I'm sticking with Nat Fife. I think he'll get enough Why? votes. Well, they won... Nine games? Oh, yeah, that'll get Ten him in. Ten games, nine yeah, games. Yeah, and Something you're going to tell me he was best best for them. I reckon he seven would, uh, yeah, would have polled six or seven mm-hmm. best on grounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So that's your Brownlow medalist. Okay. That's my Brownlow medalist. Okay. Premiership? Premiership Richmond. And Norm Smith. I think, now I could go Dusty, and that's normally what I do, Tim, but I'm changing. It's a bit like I am this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty. Dusty, are you? Yeah. After the that's celebrations. That's me bung eye going. Does it look tired no, today? it looks all right this week. Okay. Last week, jeez. <laughs> I thought you were done. I thought you were cooked and it was over. <laughs> the For those who don't know, I suffer from... What is it? Brewer's Syndrome. No. Brewer's Syndrome? You had Brewer's Syndrome no, last no, night. No, no, no. No, no. Um, <laughs> you were brewing your own beer last night. No, no. Sushi. It's called... Um, yeah, it's called, isn't it called Brewer's Syndrome? I don't know, mate. It's your syndrome. It's something to do with the nerve that attaches to my eye. Anyway, yeah, my eye just... a little bit droopy every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> North Smith medalist, I'm going with... Yeah, come on. You said you could have gone with... Dunn. Jack Revolt. No. Yeah, going to kick five. Yeah, good. Okay. Going right. to kick five. So there's your... So, you, so the trifecta... Why is that being stupid? Jack, Jack Revolt's not going to win the Norm Smith. He could. Okay. So you, you, Jack Revolt, Richmond, five. So your three things... That's it. Are What's compl- yours? Well, compl- are you asking me? That yeah. was my question to you. No, I'll ask you, because last week you got all stroppy when I didn't uh, <laughs> I, I just let say, you have a response. Well, all I'll say is yep. my three... Don't care, mate. We'll move on. Don't line so, up with your three. Okay. At well, all. Well, of course like, it not- wouldn't. Of course it wouldn't. You just try and be different. No, try no, and don't. create controversy. Hang on. You want to get people hey, on the Twitter. Did you get onto the Twitter? Throw out the fishing line. No, hang on. Like w- you do each w- and every day. W front W if you want to follow us on yeah, Twitter. Okay. Who's so, your three? No, but did you see my tweet the other day? No, I don't look at your tweets anymore. GW- <laughs> I, or any less. <laughs> I got the abuse as GWS to win. Cameron to star and DeBoer to put the clamps Jared on. Jared Cameron doesn't play for GWS. How good? Mate. How good was yeah. I? How good was the Gostradamus crystal ball? Unbelievable, I mate. polished them right before the game. Did you? Yeah. yeah. All right, are you ready? Yeah. So uh, GWS will win it. They won't win it. Yeah. Okay, keep going. GWS will win it. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Cameron will be best on oh, ground. Oh, here we go. And Lockie- well, you've had a go at me for Jack Revolt being best on ground. Well, Richmond won't win, mate. So the difference is that GWS will win the grand final. Okay. So how many does Jeremy Cameron have to kick to win the uh, Seven. Seven. Yep. Won't kick seven against that Tigers defence. Yeah, okay. So Jeremy might Cameron. Kick seven kicks, that's about it. <laughs> Jeremy Cameron to kick They'd seven. They have to be spot on every single one of them. Hang on. Jeremy Cameron to kick seven. Yep. Right. Giants to win. Yep. And Lockie Neal to beat oh, Nat Fife. Of course, Fife your love child. In the Brown medal tonight. Is that why you're so off the Dockers? Because Lockie Neal left and you thought, well, I'm going with Lockie because obviously there's issues inside Fremantle. Is that why? I didn't like Fremantle when Lockie Neal was there, let alone when he's there. No, I'm only just... Mate, see, this is what happens. You, you suck me in and they'll all be getting on me. I have blocked a few Fremantle fans who, who will... Why do you block people? Because they're so annoying. They're annoying yeah, people. you don't me. have to really look at it. I don't do abuse well. 
No, <laughs> you give abuse really no, I, well. No, I don't. Okay. No, I do All not. Right. I give what they call, as they do describe Matthew Lloyd, I am the velvet sledgehammer. Oh, yeah. I just give a little clip on the way past yeah. just to let them know I'm there. All right. Okay? Have I got, is this I am my the right field okay. question okay. now? Batter, batter up. All right. So uh, we're talking Fremantle Dockers for the right field is question. It's not in here, is it just me? <laughs> no, nah, it's just me. Um <laughs> The Brisbane and Collingwood games were thrillers early in this ah, year. Ah, yes. yes. Michael Walters yes. on both occasions. Kicked the point the first week, uh, didn't he? Kicked the winning score. I won't say the winning goal. Yeah, it hit the post. In first, the first week one, and then the goal and the second. Then the goal Brisbane, the Collingwood. Week. Yep, correct. Rounds 10 So order. he finished off the game starring and also had a fair few touches throughout the game. Had yep. an influence. I think he kicked a couple of goals in both of them. Yep. Who gets more votes in those two mm. games? Nat Five. Ooh, Nat Five. Or Michael Walters, okay. because I think Ooh. those two games could decide whether Fife gets there. Okay, so so the right field question for the listener is basically, you we have plan. I've planned for this, right? Yeah, yeah. So well, we, I would we, hope because that's called right field question, which means you know the question before you come in here. Research. It's called been a bit slack in recent weeks. <laughs> I know. Like, I want to get bored, mate. It's a long season. No, I haven't lost your, enthusiasm. Your eyes starting to drop. <laughs> And we think, crikey, is he going to make it through to the next ah, day or not? You wait to the other eye. Mate, if they both... If both... Brewer's Syndrome. <laughs> hey, it's not Brewer's Syndrome. What's it called? Anyway. You um, look like you've had a fair few No, no I haven't. You know no, I wouldn't seriously. Have. Hey, you let, let me tell you something. Yeah. Don't worry about when my eyes close. It's when I'm sitting at my desk and both eyes are wide open and I'm not blinking. Then we've got a problem. Because <laughs> okay. I've pegged out. Are you ready? Yep. So Brisbane, Walters kicked the point. He had 25 disposals and two goals. Yep. Yes. Fifi yep. had 26 and a goal. Right. And like inside 50s, did you go no, no, that no, much just, detail? Wait, a, there, I have got Tackles, what? influence on the game, scoring assists. Umpires don't take into account no, no. that. Okay, just wait. Well, they don't know the possessions, you told they me. They don't. They don't okay. get stats. Fact. Right. And then all they go to their phones. Either. Right. So just clarifying, umpires don't go to their don't go to the stats. Yep. Now the Collingwood game, yep. where he kicked the goal, yep. Walters, he had 24 and two goals, and Fifi yep. had 32. Oh, Fifi, three. Right. So it will be very much in the umpire's mind, gee, Walters played well and he capped it off with X, Y, Z. And we're not saying this is the three votes. We're saying who's going to get more out of those two in that voting. Okay. I am going to say that I believe Walters will get less in both games than Fife. Wow. The reason why I say this, and I know he kicked the point in the Brisbane game and it was euphoric nature and he had two goals and 25 possessions of Fife only had 26. Mm. The stat... That I'm about to tell you oh, here we will go. confirm all of it. Oh, old Droopy's onto it. Fifi mm-hmm. against Brisbane got six free kicks. Wow. So you don't think. Six. You don't think. loved him. So you don't think that Walters kicking those goals and hitting the post after the siren to win the game will sway the umpires? Oh, I think like my mum used to tell me. Before each and every basketball game, when I had hair, to wash my hair before every big game. Because, you know, I had the old blonde sort of hair. And she used to blonde. say, well, it was fair. I had sort of fairy hair. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. It was Lockie Ring has just admitted he had fairy hair. Do you have a wand and as well? Used to and say, a skirt? Yes, a little dress. <laughs> uh, Mum used to say, wash it so it was, a, you know, so it was fluffy. And that it stood out towards the referees oh, so yeah. I could get best on court. Okay. Or the MVP. Gotcha. 
Mm. Okay, how'd that go? Not very well. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Mum. <laughs> thanks thanks Mum. for the advice, Mooty. Yeah. Uh, yes, so I do believe Fife will Fife. It'll be line ball, but it's, yeah. it's actually a very, very, it'll be very, very good question. To, uh, watch. We're going to take. Much. Can we take a break? We're a bit early on the break. Are we? No, not really. <laughs> I just look down. We've been running about been, 18 minutes. We have been crapping on for 18 minutes. Yeah, I know, but people like the crap on. We've got a lot of people who have now started to come out of the woodwork. Now, we're not getting a lot of love from the amount of views. Like, we're not in the top five in Australian sports podcasts. You told me we were. No, we we had a good week. Right. I think people got it. One week out of 18. I think there was a mistake in, right. the, in, the, in the data, yeah, or as yeah. people say, the come data. On, people. All right. But I do. We We're do, going national though, so maybe it'll pick up. We do have a lot of FIFO work, workers. FIFO workers. Yeah. Fifi workers. Yeah, <laughs> that Fifi workers <laughs> who listen to us uh, up there on the camps. So, yeah. so good on you, lads. And don't forget, share the love. Well, they're the rich ones, aren't they? The the Fifi. I don't workers. think it's like that anymore. Oh, like. okay. I don't know, but you can try it out if you want. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. All righty. Hey, we're going to take a break. Come back with our left field question. Ones that we don't know are coming. This is the Western Front. Are you looking for your next favourite podcast? Then why don't you head over to Hammer It Home with me, Baz Dubois. I interview all kinds of interesting and funny people. If you're planning on a spring clean, start with my Peter Walsh episode. He is a decluttering guru with plenty of great tips. See you over at Hammer It Home. Oh, welcome back. Whoa, needed that break. Mm, mm, it was a long first segment. <laughs> Hey, we're going national, so we just need to focus a little bit more. We, we can't go five minutes on the WAFL as much as we like to talk about the WAFL and pump it up. But if we go on national, just be aware, you know, we've got to keep it national. What about the VFL? Marlon yeah, Pickett. Marlon Pickett. Hey. <laughs> V-O-G, Marlon. Oh, the Normie Goss. Yeah. Yeah, my dad handed out the award again. That was... Um... <laughs> the old Goss medal. The old Goss medal. Uh, <laughs> And how did uh, Sydney Stacks on the mill got go? Got injured, didn't yeah, he? Did he roll his ankle? He was not going to get in the team anyway, is he? What, not, is Marlon, Marlon won't get he in. He won't get in either. Uh, Six-day break. Camden McIntosh will get in. Yeah. Oh, as I like to call him, Macca. Macca. <laughs> WA boy too. Yeah, Camden Peel Thunder. Yeah. Played a premiership, mate. Isn't he from up north? No, Peel Thunder. Is he? Oh, okay. I thought well, he was a Caratha boy or something like that. That's Ashley McIntosh. Probably <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles in the northeast. <laughs> Maybe it's because his name starts with K. I thought it was K. Oh, yeah. Mac and Caratha. Tosh. Yeah, it makes right. a lot of personal... Is he a relation of oh, Ashley? Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're related to Ben Reid, who plays for Collingwood, or was out there for Collingwood the other day. No, I'm not. So you, Marlon Pickett's a good story, isn't it? So for, for those, so for those who don't know, he came from South Fremantle. He's had his troubles in life. Got draft, re, drafted mid season. Jail, so it was in jail. How did he get out to play on the weekend? <laughs> no, he was in formerly jail. Formerly in jail. Formally okay, in jail. I don't know what for anyway. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think that's relevant. Okay. Anyway, well, I won't mention it. <laughs> so he got mid season drafted to Richmond. Yeah. Went over with a hand injury. Yeah. They nurtured him through. He's played about. Six games? Yeah, I was going to say VFL, half a maybe? Dozen. Yeah, yep. that's six. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> God, gee. Are you okay? And I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm distracted by your droopy eye. I think it's back. I think it's Brewers. back. Brewers. It's not Brewers. Seriously. I've got to get the name of it because yeah, it's really well, bugging me. Let's keep talking about the serious <laughs> stuff. But he has. It's been a great story. Unfortunately, he won't get there for grand final, I wouldn't think. No. Yeah, but he'll be there on the list next year. Good story. And I ran into Josh DeLuca yesterday. He's oh, he hoping okay? to be re-signed. <laughs> re-signed. He's going to resign. No, re-signed. Yeah. Re-signed. Yep. 
uh, hoping to be re-signed. Did you know Carlton many moons ago when Channel 10 had sports well, tonight and yep. it used to be on Monday to Friday yep. that <laughs> I think it was Buckley, Nathan Buckley was at Collingwood, <laughs> and they had the sorry, Buckley resigns <laughs> and it was re-signed and that's when he was a player. <laughs> and of course, World War Three. I remember that. Yeah. Tim Webster. Remember Tim Webster? Did you do the, uh, did you do this, the graphic? <laughs> I didn't do the graphic. No. I was involved. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Are you with us still? Because the eyes just closed a little bit more. I'm What's the name photo. of my injury? I don't know. I've got to find out what it's called. Keep going. Shock and eye. That's what it's called. <laughs> Shock and awe. Shock and awe. Yeah. Um, left field question. Yeah. These are ones that uh, we don't prepare for. We oh, just really? Well, as opposed to? <laughs> as opposed to right field. Um, so, left field question. Where in Melbourne would Peter Bell and Luke McFarlane interview Justin Longmuir. Where do you think they would go to um, interview him or take him to impress him? Where they take to impress him? Yeah, in Melbourne. Uh, yeah, good question. Um, casino, Crown. Yeah, Crown. Yep. Yeah, Luke, he was staying there at the Crown, so maybe, maybe in his uh, suite at the what, Crown. What, what are we thinking about this? Are we, are, we, are we jumping at shadows with all the talk about Adelaide and all the talk about Carlton and all the talk about... I mean, why would he go? I know his mates with David Teagan. The East Coast... So, if you were a guy... So, the only reason you would go as a senior assistant come director of coaching or overseer of coaching is that you don't want to coach a footy team, that you're pretty happy being the right-hand man. You don't want the pressure of being the number one man. To me, Justin Longmuir wants to be a coach of a footy club, so he's not going to Carlton unless he doesn't get a job, a head coaching job of some sort. So, can I just clarify something when he left West Coast? Justin Longmuir is ringing. Did he leave leave West Coast because it was... um, This is Justin you're talking about? Yeah, tough on his family to travel every second week. And he struggled with that. And he wanted the family to be... He wanted to stay in the system, but he wanted to be with a Victorian club based somewhere. Well, I'm pretty sure that's the reason. I would have thought you'd go... You'd leave West Coast to go and uh, just get amongst the Melbourne footy environment. I'm pretty sure he left Because people have been critical of Summer for not really going to Melbourne and getting amongst it. So he got to know the important, powerful people in mm, footy over mm, there. Mm. You believe differently. I, I believe Longmuir wanted to stay in the system, wanted to be with a, a big club like a West Coast and the equivalent Collingwood being in Victoria could have been an Essendon or a Richmond and went to those clubs, went to that club because the job came up and Buckley was keen on him, obviously. The fact is he doesn't travel every week. His wife and kids wanted him to be around more. Okay. If he becomes a Fremantle coach, that's well, going to change. going to change, isn't it? Albeit he comes back here to WA. Mm. But Dad's going to be away every second week and probably longer stints, you know, yeah. two or three days. So you're time. starting to think that maybe he's not keen on the Something would have to have changed. coaching job. Something would have to have changed. If he takes into account family, which they always do, yeah. but if this opportunity is up and running now, she's probably saying to him, hey, I don't mind if you're getting paid $600,000 yeah. a year. Yeah. But if you're getting 250000 and being away every second week as an assistant, yeah. Probably not what Different we story when you're making the big bucks in your head coach. Although the pressure comes and that obviously on flows onto mm. the family mm. as well. I'd be surprised. If he got offered the Fremantle job, uh, there's no way he'd be knocking it back. Yeah. So so the mail is, it's down to how many? Five. Well, if you believe last week the news, there was supposedly 
What on. I was told. Yeah, yeah. Let's just was, clarify the there news. Were, yeah. the news. <laughs> what I was told was that. Uh, yep. How's that going? There were four coaches yep. to be interviewed over last weekend yep. in Perth. Yep, how'd that go? Then I did some investigation and uh, Peter Bell wasn't in Perth. He oh. travelled to Melbourne Saturday morning. Okay. And Luke McFarlane was also in Melbourne. So to me, uh, they would have to be waiting to interview Justin Longmuir just to see whether he's the man. If Justin Longmuir... Is it an advantage for Justin Longmuir... To have a couple of his mates picking the coach, or an advantage? It has to be an advantage because they know his history, they know what he's like, they knew what he was like as a player. But is there they any jealousies? Is there any jealousies to say, really? Justin Longley was coaching our footy club now? But, but who would be jealous? Well, well, th- those blokes going, this is the same Justin Longley we played with. Yeah, he was passionate. Yeah, we thought he was no, going to. But... Well, it'd be jealousy. If he's the right man for the job, then they'd be happy. They'd want Fremantle to. Or surprised is more than jealous. Surprised. Well, there's probably a couple, but I don't know what Justin was like around the club back when he was playing. No, he was pretty, injured a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty, yeah long sleeves. Yeah. Um, probably pretty disciplined. Yeah, like he was—he used to pull a lot of guys into line. So you know, he's got the discipline factor, which which goes with being a coach. Um, We're going nowhere. Dean Solomon was another contender. But, a goal what coach. you say? We're going nowhere. Well, we're going nowhere on that issue because I'm not sure. What is oh, sorry for bringing, I'm sorry for bringing it up <laughs> and wasting 90 seconds of the podcast. Don't go on. to sleep on me. One side of your face is sleeping. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. So Dean Bell's Solomon's palsy. the other contender. Don Pike, could he be a nah. contender? No. Nah. Nah. And what about an overseer? Yes. A CEO? No. No? Okay. Director of coaching. Uh, who else? Who else are we thinking? Solomon, Voss, Sumich, Pike, question mark, Longmuir. Schofield? No. Nah. Too early? No. Nah. Longmuir's got the Lee job, mate. Tudor. No, stop going back to all those same old, same old. Robbie Wiley. Let's bring Robbie Wiley into the mix. Not a bad option. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Longmuir's going to get the job. Okay. Is this your left field question or a... No, my left field you question. You haven't prepared for a left field. Yes, I have. have. Oh, have mate. Okay. Hey, mate. Mate. No, I'm concerned about your preparation. We had the big boss over last week. Yep. Stewie. Yep. And he did pull me aside and just go, hey, is Gossa really coming in and preparing for this show or does he come in ad hoc? And you said? I said, no, no, he prepares, mate. Oh, sheets and sheets of paper. Gives me the sheets all the time. <laughs> was that after Stewie checked into his um, quality, yeah. quality hotel in Bayswater? Yeah, I met him there. For those who don't know, can no, I, you no, can't I am going story. to. I am telling you the story. Cannot. I am. I'm telling the story. You can't tell the story. I am telling the story. Stu said he doesn't want to be spoken about on the podcast. No, he he doesn't mind being spoken about. As long as we clarify who Stewie Buckland is. 30 minutes or so, Tim. Stewie Buckland, for those who don't know, is the man who just siphons all the stuff that we do in 10 speaks together. He's a a ripping fella. Yeah. Right? Ripping fella. Needs a haircut and a shave, (laughs) but he's a good bloke. Right? But he came in last week. And we said, where are, they, where are you staying, mate? You're staying at Crown? Did you go for a walk along the river? <laughs> and Stewie goes, Bayswater. <laughs> and as a collective, we all just went, <laughs> We went, what? Someone's house, was it, in like, Bayswater? Like, like, he says, you know someone who lives in Bayswater? <laughs> now, Bayswater, for those who are not listening, who, who don't know anything about Bayswater, is a beautiful suburb. It is so, nice. It's yeah, a yeah. lovely, lovely suburb. Yeah. What, what comparison, say, Melbourne? Bayswater. Um... Uh, Frank- Canter- Canterbury, <laughs> Frankston, Frankston, yeah, 
Is Frank's in a beautiful suburb? Um, <laughs> Brighton. No, it's not a... Uh, it's getting towards a Brighton. Epping. Yeah, I don't know, Epping. Baldwin. Long, Baldwin, yeah, Baldwin. Baldwin. Perfect. <laughs> Baldwin's perfect. <laughs> you just yeah. tapped me on the back. All right, buddy. Baldwin. Yep. Right? So he's... he's so Bayswater's a nice spot. Yeah. It's about 15 minutes from the city. It's about 25 minutes from here. Yeah. Right? Now, no disrespect to the people who own the hotel, but I didn't even know there was a hotel there <laughs> apart from the Bayswater pub. Right? But it was an actually hotel hotel. Oh, I thought he stayed in the pub. No, I don't think so. Oh. I said bar and reception above <laughs> the door he walked in. Right? Yeah. Right? So he said it. Wait a minute. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He caught two trains to get here as well. well. That's what they do, mate. He's a man of the people. He needs to find out what people are listening to on public transport, what sort of podcasts are up and about. Obviously, it's not ours because we haven't been number one, so time to really pick up our act. He was going to listen to the podcast, but he got his stuff stolen. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No. Okay. He on. didn't have Wi-Fi <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if, that, now, if that survives, that little segment, survives the cutting room floor, we've done well. All right? Because yeah. he could cut that out. Yeah, all right? So, Stewie, Stewie, if you're listening... Leave mate, it in, Stewie. Leave it in, Stewie. Stewie Have some fun with it, mate. So, mate. good luck to those who live in Baseboarder. All right, left field question. Oh, I haven't, um, I haven't I've, asked my question yet. Oh, I'm just saying, you didn't really answer mine. Where would, where would they be interviewed? Oh, I've done that. Luna Park. <laughs> Go on the rides. Yeah been a roller coaster oh, season, Oh, roller Tim. coaster. Uh-huh. I've got my question for you. Yeah, okay, mate. Okay, my question for, for you. It. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Ready. Albeit today's Monday. Yep. And it's Sando, a Brownlow medal night. Oh, don't give me another tipping question. <laughs> How boring. <laughs> I don't want to tip. Right. How do you think... Um, <laughs> what's his name? Hamish McLaughlin will go with his first Brownlow replacing Bruce. I think he'll be very nervous. Uh, but I think he'll do a terrific job. You? Yeah, he's a good operator. Yeah. He's a good operator. Mm. All right. That's it, eh? Yeah, no, we're done, I think. Yeah. Yep. So we expect- Oh, Daniel Ricardo. What oh! has happened to him? Have a listen to this. Is that real sweat? It's real sweat. I'm a high-performance athlete. Um, Athletes sweat. Sweat, baby. Sweat, sweat. He's a loop, mate. He's gone loopy. Seriously. <laughs> Since he's changed cars, he yeah. has gone loopy. Someone said that he's one of the highest paid drivers in Formula One. That's why he's gone loopy. He's just thinking, wow, how easy is this gig? I don't even have to win and I get millions and millions so of he, dollars. So he qualified eighth and he yeah. got put back to the last row because he they used too much power or something, yeah. right? He was cutting a sway. In a race. So in a race, he used much, too much power. In the, in the Like he tried too hard. Qualifying. Did he? Qualifying. Right. He didn't, but they, they uh, let... The car was too fast, yeah. was it? Yeah. What a joke of a sport when that sort of stuff. <laughs> It's happens. a great sport. Seriously, your car's too powerful. You know what he drives? Mm-hmm. Renault. Uh, yeah, Renault. Yeah, yeah. Is that yellow, his car? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a good car. Yeah. <laughs> really nice car. I liked his Red Bull, though. Yeah, no. Nah. A bit more colourful, a bit yeah. more... Gave know. him wings. Good. Can we go now? Mm. Here he is again. Do Daniel- you think Stewie's thing will last? <laughs> Stewie. Stewie, leave it in, Stewie. <laughs> So for those who don't know, if we're still talking now, that means Stewie has left in the bit that we spoke about him and his little And if we're not back next week, (laughs) Stewie has dumped the podcast. (laughs) Thanks for listening.